I'm probably making a mistake here, but in this episode of NC Travel Chat, I'm going to share our 10 favorite waterfalls in North Carolina. Now, as Kevin Adams told me in the last episode, this list will probably change tomorrow. In fact, I already scrapped one and replaced it with another. By the way, you can listen to my interview with him after this episode if you haven't already. Kevin shared some of his background and the great organization he founded called the Waterfall Keepers of North Carolina. But before that, let's get to NC Travel Chat's list of our 10 favorite waterfalls, brought to you by nctripping.com. There, we have covered many more waterfalls and have at least one or two new ones coming out each month at least. Okay, number 10 is Linville Falls. This one is probably one of the most popular waterfalls in North Carolina. There are various trails that lead to views of it, but the most popular is about 1.6 miles round trip. It's mostly moderate and kids and inexperienced hikers can handle it easily, in my opinion. As I mentioned, there are three main vantage points of the waterfall from that main trailhead, and more experienced hikers might consider taking the Plunge Basin Trail to get a view from the base. This one gets really busy in the summertime, so if you do plan on visiting, please leave as early as possible. That way you'll beat the crowds. Okay, number nine is Stone Mountain Falls. Now, the most popular parking area inside Stone Mountain State Park is the Upper Trailhead, and that's because it's the closest access to Stone Mountain Falls along the Stone Mountain Loop. You can save a lot of time by just going to the falls from that direction, or you can park at the Lower Trailhead and avoid having to walk back up the stairs after walking down them. You'll thank me later. That'll also give you a view of the dome that Stone Mountain gets its name for. If you want to do the entire Stone Mountain loop, it's about four and a half miles. Takes anywhere from two to two and a half hours. You can extend it even further if you want to stop and take more photos. It's a beautiful trail. I highly recommend it. Okay, number eight is Dry Falls. This is a very kid-friendly hike. It's also accessible. It's listed as quarter of a mile trail. It's really just a set of stairs, and then you're pretty much there. You can even see the waterfall from the road, but park in the parking lot, hop out, and you'll have a look, and you can even walk behind this one. Plunges 65 feet into the river below. It's a great one if you're staying in Highlands, because it's only a few miles down the road from you, but you can easily reach it from, say, Brevard, even Asheville. It's not too far from there. Okay, we went from a very easy one to access to now one that's a little trickier, Soco Falls, number seven. So the hike distance is about 200 feet. Now that may seem easy, but if it's muddy or if you have some issues with narrow spaces, this one could get a little tricky. It's located about 11 miles east of Cherokee. It's a collection of two falls that plunge together and create a beautiful scene. It can be viewed either from a short hike to a viewing platform, or you can get even closer by scrambling down to the bottom. This is probably the first one where I would recommend having amazing footwear, lots of experience, and definitely bringing somebody with you because you never know what can happen when you're out on these trails. Okay, number six. This one is another Twin Falls. Uh, This is French Broad Falls, also known as Mill Shoals. It's off of NC215. It's a short drive away from Brevard. It's also unique because it's on privately owned land. Thankfully, the landowners have been kind enough to allow public access. Hopefully, we all can take great care of it when we visit, leave no trace, I'll get more into that later. Another thing that makes this waterfall stand out 
is the beautiful red refurbished mill that stands to the right of the two waterfalls. And you can also hike half mile total and reach what is known as Cathedral Falls or Bird Rock Falls or whatever you want to call them falls. Either way, it's totally worth the short walk away from these two waterfalls. Okay, we are halfway through. The next one is another easy one to access. This is Mingo Falls in Cherokee, and its name means Big Bear. You can reach it after 160 steps. Don't worry, we've tried to count. I think that's about the right number, but once you get up to the top, you're not gonna think about the number of steps it took you to get there. This is a beautiful 120 foot waterfall. It is absolutely breathtaking. I highly recommend it, especially after there's been some rainfall. Just beware, the steps could be slippery on your way up or down. As long as it's not too crowded, you have just an amazing waterfall to stare up at. There is very limited parking here, so I would definitely recommend getting there as early as possible. That is Mingo Falls, number five. So number four is High Falls. Now this one is inside DuPont State Recreational Forest. We really had a hard time deciding between Triple Falls and High Falls inside DuPont. We're gonna go with High Falls based on just the amazing views you have from above and the ones you can have at the foot of the falls. Another cool thing about this, you have multiple options to reach these falls, either on its own or by adding time and distance with some additional falls, including Hooker Falls, Triple Falls, and even Bridal Veil Falls. Okay, number three, this is Rainbow Falls. Now this one is technically located in Pisgah National Forest, but in order to reach it, you have to go through Gorges State Park. Now this waterfall is known for the aptly named rainbows that often appear here. Has multiple vantage points with each one doing better than the last. You'll even pass hidden falls along the way and after seeing rainbow falls, keep going for another half mile and you'll reach Turtleback Falls. Now that last one is a very popular swimming hole but I would not recommend swimming here because you could get swept in the river's currents and taken over Rainbow Falls, it's a, it's a tragic thing that does happen to people. So please be careful when on this hike. Okay, we have two left. And number two, we're gonna swing up to the high country and we're gonna go with Otter Falls. This one is certainly one of our favorite waterfalls near Banner Elk, Boone, and Blowing Rock. The trail is just down the road from Hawk's Nest where you can go snow tubing in the winter. We've done this hike in the summer, in the winter, and it's really hard to decide which time of year is the best. Now, if you're going down in the winter, I highly recommend really good footwear. You never know when you could slip. The trail itself is fairly wide, so you have plenty of room to kind of keep your footing. In total, it's about 1.2 miles round trip. As I mentioned, you're going down on the way down there. The way back up, it's a little tough. It's listed as strenuous. I wouldn't take anything away from it. It can get tough at times climbing up, this is a relatively new to access trail. It's inside the resort community of Seven Devils and it was funded by several donors from the community in 2015. So we've only really been able to access it for a few years. It's definitely one of our favorites. Okay, and we're on to the last of our favorite waterfalls in North Carolina. Any guesses? Okay, I'm gonna ruin it for you. This one is Crabtree Falls. So this one is kind of unique in a few ways at least to this list. 
the trailhead is off the Blue Ridge Parkway at mile marker 339, we'll say 339 and a half. It is the only hike that we'll mention that is in our Black Mountains. Those are some of the highest mountains on the East Coast. It also includes Mount Mitchell, which is the highest peak east of the Mississippi, east of the Rockies even. Now Crabtree Falls itself, you could call it a loop, it's technically about two and a half miles, but really the creme de la creme of this hike is the waterfall itself. Uh, it's a 70 footer. You get an amazing view from a wooden bridge that crosses over the creek right in front of it. It's just amazing. Okay, and that will do it for this episode dedicated to our favorite waterfalls in North Carolina. As I mentioned at the beginning, you can read about them and the rest at nctripping.com forward slash waterfalls in North Carolina. Also, any disagreements over my picks can be angrily or calmly written to me via email at carl at nctripping.com. You can also find us at nctripping on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We do want to say two things before you venture out to these amazing waterfalls. I mentioned a little bit about them before. Uh, Number one is to please leave no trace. You really do have to think about what the next person is going to see. That's why we ask you to keep them beautiful, leave no trace. Trash does not belong anywhere on our trails. Take a grocery bag with you if you want and pick up trash as you go. That would be an amazing step to keeping our waterfalls beautiful. And then finally, this is something we always stress, but again, please be safe. Wear proper footwear, stay on the path, and don't do anything you might regret someday like standing at the top of a waterfall, failing to heed this advice can result in serious injury and even death at many of these waterfalls. Please take that seriously. Thank you again for listening and for being such an amazing part of our community. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review and some kind words. And don't forget to subscribe. Until the next episode, we hope you're able to get out there and see something awesome in North Carolina, especially our waterfalls. Take care.